When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to another episode of Cleaning Up the Mental Mess, a podcast dedicated to helping you take back control of your mental health and life. In this episode, I bring back one of my favorite people and psychologist, Dr. Henry Cloud. We discuss how to set boundaries during this crisis, how to help but not enable, how to know when to set boundaries, how to deal with the guilt that can come from setting boundaries and so much more. Dr. Henry Cloud is a world-renowned psychologist, best-selling author, in-demand motivational speaker, and one of my favorite people to talk to. He is best known for his work on boundaries and really was a pioneer in this field. Just before we begin, if you enjoy my podcast and want to know how you can help me continue making them possible, please consider subscribing wherever you listen and leaving a five-star review. And please continue sharing this podcast with friends and family. Also be sure to follow me on social media for daily mental health tips and strategies. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Lastly, if you would like to sign up to receive free weekly text messages from me with more tips to help you with your mental health, just text Dr. Leaf to 80519. You will also get insider access to special events, sales, and so much more. Plus, when you sign up today, you will get 15% off your online order. For more details, just check out the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. Dr. Henry Cloud, thank you so much for once again joining me in the studio. I'm so excited. Even though we're joining via Zencaster, I'm just so excited to talk to you again. You're just amazing. You want to... That's great. You're just amazing. You're so filled with wisdom. and it feels better already. You know? I know, just seeing you makes me happy. <laughs> you instantly, just... instantly change the whole thing. So. There you go. Our brain waves, we've got lots of what we call theta energy flowing through our, va- our brains, which is healing energy. So when you have good, good relational connections, and I get so excited talking to you because you just make things so clear. Absolutely brilliant. So, Henry, can you just start by introducing yourself to my audience? Most of my people know you, but I would just love you to introduce yourself again. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Henry Cloud. I'm a clinical psychologist, and I kind of play around in that whole world that psychologists deal with it. You know, I, I think of life as kind of like a pie, and there's three big pieces to it. There's the clinical arena where that's all of all the stuff we feel where we hurt you know our anxieties and stress and depressions addictions you know energy levels all of that stuff the way we think 
And then the second big piece of the pie is our relationships. So marriage and family, extended family, dating, work relationships, you know, how we relate is a big, big, big part of life. And it's where a lot of our, everything comes from. So that's the second big pie. Yeah. And then the third big pie, big, big piece of the pie that's important is our performance lives. You know, every human has gifts and talents and abilities and at the end of the day, we want those to turn into some sort of a result, like we've accomplished something and feel good about that. So sometimes it's a, it's a little bit of a path from getting to a desire or a plan or a, a, you know, a dream and making sure that doesn't just remain a fantasy to actually get it into real life and accomplish things. That's a struggle, too. So I, I kind of hang out mm-hmm. in all three of those areas of the pie. And then I think, you know, there's a spiritual connection to all of those. A lot of people take the mm-hmm. spiritual life and make it another piece of the pie, but I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Of those are affected by our spiritual development. So that's kind of how I look at it. And, oh, and that, I love that. That's and such work, logical. And I work with a lot of different kinds of people, a lot of high performers. I work with a lot of CEOs, a lot of high performing, you know, athletes and others. And, and then just a lot of, a lot of clinical experience with just regular old folks like, like us. So that's Uh, what I do. And and your wisdom is profound and you've really pulled together the concept of boundaries in such an exceptionally brilliant way. And now as we're going through this COVID situation, it's changed our world. And you, you and I had an earlier conversation, you did a live Instagram with me and it was absolutely amazing. Thousands of people watching, by the way, and we we started talking about some getting into some really important things. And I'd love to dive into boundaries and in terms of being in isolation, because a lot of the questions that we are getting are about how do I deal with the toxic parent, the toxic child, the toxic whatever. How do that? Maybe they were toxic before, now it's worse, or maybe it wasn't toxic before, but the situation has created this. (laughs) There are some people. There, what, there's an old saying, it's like, a lot of times it's relatives, you know, they're, they're sort of like a pair of socks. They're, they're fine for a few days, and then they start to smell. You know, it's sort of like, you know, these short visits, but, you know, six weeks or seven weeks with locked up with certain, you know, just it works sometimes, other times it doesn't. Oh, my gosh. Henry. Okay, so I'm going to use that now. The next time someone's toxic, I'm going to say you're an old sock. <laughs> You need a wash. Go. <laughs> Duck quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's such a good, it's such a great analogy. Okay. So you were talking and I want to pick up on the, on the discussion that we ended off in the live Instagram where you were talking about, uh, you've got this fantastic radio show now that people can phone in and ask you questions, which is amazing. And one lady yeah. phoned you. Actually, it's 24 seven. You, you can view it on the web anytime, but there's a certain hour that you can call in. But if you go to, if you go to Facebook, Dr. Henry Cloud, or on YouTube, Dr. Henry Cloud, you can find the show. Oh, I love it. And for them to phone in all the details on your website, for them to be able to find you on the radio show. Right now, to phone in, we do that at 1, 1 p.m. Pacific time. 1 p.m. Pacific time. I'll move it a little bit, but right, right now that's the regular time. Okay, perfect. Well, that's great information. We'll put that in the show notes as well for people. Now, you had an interesting call in the other day from a lady and her mother-in-law. Can you tell us that story? And we were starting to role play it and then pick up from we, there. Well, you know, you, you and I were talking about how you have, have boundaries. And, you know, especially now, I mean, 
in, in the old world, which I hope we get back to, <laughs> don't have to stay inside all the time. But yeah, you know, you could. There are there are the natural boundaries of life that God created in the universe are time and space. Okay, there's a natural boundary in time. We have daytime, nighttime. You know, work time, play time project time, personal time. So time allotments create boundaries. And the other one is physical space. So it used to be, I mean, even if you're, you know, around certain people, there was always the play the time and space card, right? Where you say, oh, sorry, I'd love to talk, but I got a meeting at the office. I got to go. And so you got a natural boundary. Mm -hmm. Well, now if you know, you're locked up in the house sometimes or, you know, grandmother right next door. Some of those natural boundaries aren't there anymore and we have to create them intentionally, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the caller, she called and said, what do you do with a, a manipulative mother-in-law? And so what I was talking to her about that was that, you know, it's one thing to have to set the boundary with a person and say, you know, I got to have some time for myself now. I got to go work on this project. I can't hang out with you for a couple hours or whatever, but setting that interpersonal boundary is only as powerful as the internal freedom that you have to not get hooked in by the manipulation. So she said, I, I said, well, role play it with me. And she says, okay, I, you know, I told her to be the mother-in-law and the, the mother-in-law comes in and says, she goes, hi, mom, it's good to have you. And the mother-in-law walks in the house and goes, oh, yeah, I, I forgot what the place looked like because, you know, I don't get invited here very much anymore. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Lobs that, you know, that guilt pie over the fence. Oh. And if you don't have, I mean, if you've got, I always talk about Velcro. If you've got Velcro in your brain that that's going to stick to, oh. you're going to go down the, down the tubes feeling yeah. guilty and all this. And you can't have the Velcro that that sticks to. It's got to roll off. skin or like water off the dust back. And, and we talked about a formula. Mm. You got to, you know, when they manipulate you, You've got to empathize and set the limit. So, oh, that's kind of frustrating. Okay, well, let's go, you know, let's go have some tea or whatever. You don't get hooked by it. Don't When they serve that ball over the net, don't hit it back. Mm, that's so good. It's noise. Don't play the game. Don't hit it back. Let it be water off a duck's back. That's so Excellent, because how often do we have that immediate emotional response where we want to defend and we want to justify? You spoke about justifying being a dance. Can you talk about that? Yeah, you don't, you know, remember this. No is a complete sentence. Love that. If somebody's trying to manipulate you into something, you go, no, no, I don't want to do that. That's a complete You don't have to add on 14 reasons and justifications because when you do that, that's not going to satisfy them. Mm-mm. It's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. It's not going to end. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. It's just not going to end. 
the bigger problem, right? We wish it could end well, which you said it's not going to end well. The only thing that's going to make it end well is for you to give in and say, okay, you know, you can come live in my face and not have any breathing room for the rest of my days on earth. It's the limit that they're frustrated with. Mm. They don't want. They don't want to run into it. And and I mean, I'm a pig. All right. I hate it when my plate is empty. I hate that. <laughs> I don't care what I'm eating. I just that statement was going. When you said when you said that statement, that's hilarious. You don't like your plate empty. <laughs> I hate it. Every time it happens, I have no button inside of me that says enough. Right. Oh, that's so funny. If I have a great steak, I want two. I want three. But, <laughs> but limits limits are reality. All right. So I hit the end. I hit that limit. I finally run into a no. There's there's the plate could could give me forty six reasons why it's out of food. That's not gonna make me stop. The only thing that's gonna stop is I've run into the limit. When we say no to somebody's manipulation and we enforce it, say, okay, you know, I, I'd, like to, I'd like to hang out with you, but I can't. I got to go do some work. It's going to take me a few hours. Entertain yourself. Take a nap. Whatever you want to do. I'll see you at 3 o'clock when I'm done. And you walk in. And, and then they go, but no, how could you? Oh, I'm sorry. That's frustrating. But I really got to go. And you're just going to, you're not going to talk them out of that is the point. I'm never going to be happy. Mm. I'm just not, but I got to deal with it. Lately, I have been finding it hard to motivate myself to work out and be more active, especially as I work on finishing my new book on a tight deadline. But I recently discovered a hack that actually makes me excited to work out and go for long walks. So, what is it? Well, I love listening to audiobooks on Blinkist. Blinkist is an app that takes the best key takeaways the need to know information from thousands of non-fiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed non-fiction books, all the books you want and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash DrLeaf. Try it free for seven days and save 25% of your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash Dr. Leaf to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash Dr. Leaf. The link and offer details will also be in the show notes. So what you're saying is that there's no point getting into that discussion, but you have to then go away, go to your office, go do what it is that you have to do or say no, whatever the situation is, have the tea with your mother. Okay. You got to, and you've got to end it with that. It's got it, but you've got to have the mental boundary to not think, Oh, I should have kept the peace. I should have done this. I could have done that. Now we've got this whole long thing going. So you could have your space invade. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The brain is just, I mean, I'm seeing Henry just finished a set of clinical trials. Last time I saw you, we were busy finishing them. And now I've been in the analysis process and I've done all these neuroscientific clinical trials where we've been looking at people's mind brain interaction. And when you get mind management, which is what you're describing in terms of boundary, 
boundaries, how your brain changes like immediately and how your brain picks up your non-conscious level, what you're really feeling and yeah. just how you can, how you even, how you can even influence your telomere length, which is on your DNA and everything. And as you're talking there, when you're explaining that, if you, if you don't, like you did this with your head, if we go away from that, no, I'm not going to do it. You've set your boundary, but then you go into your space and you're now feeling guilty about that. You're putting your brain into the most incredible toxic stress. And then your body's going to go into that toxic stress. So not only do you, I mean, we all talk about the amygdala and stuff, but it's actually a, like you get a statewide, lock, nationwide, countrywide lockdown. Your brain goes into not just one area of your brain, but it goes into in total lockdown. All the frequencies of the brain start firing and turning into, if you think of the waves of the beach, you get, if you think of the sea, you've got your very far back, you've got your really big swells, but they look small from far. But when you get into them, they're deep. And then you have, they get a bit smaller and then eventually become big waves. And then you have little waves on the beach. Your brain works like that pattern when you are setting boundaries, when you are going into a room and not getting freaked out about what mother-in-law said or something. But when you don't and you go in there and you start feeling all the guilt and you do this thing with your head, you're that the waves turn into a waterfall. And that is so bad for your brain function. And that's when our all the structures of the brain, you don't think clearly. So we see a drop in function of the prefrontal cortex. We see the amygdala, which is good emotional stuff too, but we see it getting confused. So there's confusion that reigns. So when you did this, that just that picture and those images from my clinical trials we've just finished, just popped into my head because your description was very apt, very appropriate. You know, I love the beach analogy because if you look at the this tweak the metaphor just a little bit where you know you're the you're the sand that's your boundary yeah yeah so the wave comes Great. up wave comes up and you just empathize with it they're going to keep coming back but the wave also goes back doesn't it it comes up but it goes back but if you dug if you dug a canal in there and let them in to your mind mm. All those guilt messages, they're not going back. They're just going to go with you. Exactly. Right. They're going to follow you as you keep digging, and they just start following you. That's right. And so here's one of the most powerful things I think we can ever, ever learn about this. The most powerful force in the universe is love. All right? And you're talking about the energy fields and all this. So I'm, if I'm really loving Grandma, or mother-in-law, mm-hmm. or whoever this is, and I love them so strongly, and I'm feeling all this love. And while I'm feeling that love, I'm saying no. Okay? I got to go in my office. I'm so sorry this is hard for you, and I'm feeling that love towards them while I'm saying no. That negative stuff is going to come, and my love is just going to push it back out into the ocean. It can't get in. But when we take the hook and they say, well, don't you care about me? And you don't Mm. love me. And we start to feel like, well, I don't love them anymore if I'm saying no. The only way to love them is to say yes. Now now we're really, really in trouble. Always love somebody strongly, even when you're saying no to them. And the love that you feel is going to immunize you against that negative energy. Because when they come at you with all this hate, your love is going to be, no, I don't. What are you talking about? Hey, no, I love you. I can't be with you right now, but I sure do care about you. And I hope you have a good time in there, you know, trimming your nails or whatever you're going <laughs> you know? Or watching something on Netflix. <laughs> or go yeah. for a run. Go for a run. Put that energy in the workout. <laughs> exactly. 
And I'll be loving you from another room, but I got some work to do. That is so good. I love the fact that you said immunize. The love, love literally immunizes. You know, if I may throw in just a little sciencey thing over here, we emanate energy because we are alive and living. And the easiest way to see, imagine that is, is you know, do you remember when you were at school and we played with magnets and you would put the iron filings on the paper and you'd put the magnet down and then the iron, you put two magnets together and it would make all the patterns with the iron filings. That's what we're doing as humans. And if you think of the beautiful patterns that two magnets will create, it's this order. But if you shake up the magnets a little bit, you shake up the iron filings, but then they go back into that order again. Einstein did a lot of work on the photons that we emit and this energy that this field that is around, it's not anything weird. We, we generate these electromagnetic fields because we are alive and we pick that up in the brain waves in terms of the different types of frequencies, alpha, beta, theta, gamma, all the different frequencies. And so when we operate in love, that field is is perfect and it's it's it generates this energy out into the environment. And that's why you can be with someone and you just know that you like each other and you just know that you like that love is there and what when someone is being toxic and they're trying to manipulate even though you know they love you when they come in with a manipulation they're trying to shake up the iron findings but by you operating in love it just goes back to love again so no matter how much they shake and shiver you can either stay in the shaking state or you can just you know pull back and allow this the dust to settle or the iron filings to settle or the whatever the energy to settle and it's very hard that perfect love does cast out fear because it does cast out the toxicity it becomes a barrier you said immunize it literally builds up a barrier like a shield to think of those old i always use the example of of you know the, the medieval knights wearing their armor when you operate in love you're actually putting up an armor the armor is of love is i mean th- think of it this way <laughs> think of See, a lot of times when we, this whole boundaries thing, it gets confusing in people's head in terms of, you know, where they feel like their power comes from. Yes. And a lot of times it might be an authority. If they're my boss, you know, I feel powerless or if they're this, which that's not where it comes from. It comes from who you are as a person. Mm, That's so good. But but if you think of, in terms of the, the love and immunizing you against this, Think of a mother, okay, and their infant, all right? The mother is feeling all of this love, and the infant is mad as hell. Mm-hmm. You didn't pick me up in time. I'm wet. I'm hungry, you know? All of this rage. Yeah. Mother, because they don't get confused about the power dynamic. Mm-hmm. They take their love and they, they bring that infant in and they mm. just rock amen. and they take that love and that love, it's like the proverb says, a soft answer turns away wrath. They're not going to be overpowered by somebody's anger. Now, it's easy in that instance. Mm, that's powerful. But what happens is the love begins to melt the anger and it solves everything. Mm. Now, we get other relationships. Where because that person's not, you know, eight pounds and that tall, we have a transference and all of a sudden we see them as this big monster, Mm. a frustrated person, and we're equals as human beings. Mm. So your love is always going to be more powerful than what they're feeling. But that doesn't mean that you got to pull out your hair and give it to them just because they want it. Mm, that's not actually love, is it? That is, is, that's not love. When you succumb to someone who's manipulating past a boundary that they should be manipulating, yeah, that's not love. Look, anywhere, there, 
there's a basic formula. It's like the laws of physics. Freedom equals love equals responsibility. I love it. So if you're in a relationship, those three things are always have to be equal. If people, freedom and love, if people can't, aren't free to say no to each other. Mm-hmm. If you want me to, what if you said, you know, we got to go an extra two hours here, mm-hmm. on, you know, on this podcast. And, and I can't do that. And I say no to you. If I'm not free to say no, the only way you're going to like me is if I say yes, mm. that's really not liking me at all. No, that's manipulation. Mm-hmm. That's manipulation. So freedom, freedom and love require, we have to be equal to the degree we're free to love somebody and free to say no to what they mm-hmm. want. Then we have, we have great love. And the only way that works is response, if each person is taking responsibility for themselves. Mm-hmm. So if I say, no, I can't do this, and you don't withdraw love from me, what that means is you're taking responsibility for your feelings of disappointment when I say no, and oh, that's a bummer. You're owning that. I'm owning my choices, but we still love each other, and we're going to be fine. Mm, that's very good. You've created a separation there. You've actually se- you've acknowledged that that person, I can see you frustrated. I can see you irritated. I can see you don't like my answer, but that's your feelings. Those are your, I'm not going to take your gorilla. Do you know that saying? Don't, don't no give problem. me your gorilla. <laughs> That's a very South African saying. You, we, if, you, if, you, if you take that manipulation into, if you la- allow that channel to be built in the beach, you're taking someone's gorilla and you're putting it on your back. And yes. now you're carrying it instead of them carrying it. Now they're not carrying anything. Meanwhile, it's, it's impossible for you to carry because it's their stuff. So it, dry, it, it basically whacks you down. You fall over. Whereas they actually can disseminate and manage their gorilla better than you can. And I don't want to feed your gorilla. If you want a gorilla, you go feed it, right? Keep your gorilla, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I don't care. It just means I don't want a gorilla. Exactly. You've got enough of your, you've got enough of our own gorillas. We don't want to give them to take someone else's on them as well. So it's, that is so fascinating. I love that. By now, I'm sure you've heard of the dangers of artificial light, especially artificial blue light from our devices like phones and TVs. If you aren't familiar with what artificial blue light is and how it can negatively impact your mental and physical health, then I highly recommend you listen to my podcast, episode 114. Do you find you get those terrible headaches at night or after a long day of work at a computer? I used to get this all the time until I started using Blue Blocks glasses, the one company I trust to make the highest quality and scientifically backed blue light blocking glasses. BlueBlox has a variety of lens options, so you can get a pair that's suited to your most pressing needs, such as their Summer Glow lens, which is designed for daytime use for those who work under intense artificial lighting and suffer from migraines, anxiety, depression, or seasonal affective disorder. Many customers have reported that these glasses have really helped improve their mood. Get 15% off your order today when you use the code DRLEAF at checkout. Just go to blueblocks.com and use the code DRLEAF at checkout. The link and details will be in the show notes. Okay, so I've got so many questions here, but I know that people are saying, how can not having or enforcing boundaries lead to burnout, stress, and mental health issues? 
Yeah, burnout, stress, and mental health issues. Okay, so so one of the things you're talking about here, whenever you're talking about burnout, you're talking about two things. One is you're talking about energy that, you know, what you've done is you have you've burned the wick down. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you don't have boundaries, there's just a simple quantitative amount of energy that's going to burn out. Nuggets. Generally speaking, that's not what real what we call burnout. If we're just expending energy, that's being tired. And if you rest, then rest will replenish being tired. But what happens is when people get burned out, generally what they've done, it's more than quantitative not saying no, because that'll get you fatigued. It's also that their soul mm. has been slowly kind of kind of like decaying because they're actually saying yes when they don't want to say yes. Mm. And they're not free. See, a, a sacrificial gift costs us, but it leads to joy. Mm. Mm. Because it's chosen. If so we're not having boundaries and we're being manipulated into something, that's begrudgery and drudgery. And, so, and there's a slow, it's like, it's like when somebody's doing something and it's really not out of a purposeful desire, even though it's hard, then mm. that leads to burnout as well. So sometimes we're not saying no enough to get the proper reservation of energy and a replenishing. And sometimes we get burned out because we're not, we're doing stuff that we don't even want to do to begin with it. And we're, mm. we're being it's under compulsion and the negative aspects of giving. So both of those can be true with boundaries and it causes stress and anxiety because we're intruded upon. We no longer have control. Mm. I mean, if you want to get stressed out, drive down the freeway and turn your steering wheel, and, and then you notice it doesn't do anything, and you look in the lane next door, and there's a cocaine addict over there that's got two steering wheels, and they turn theirs, and your car moves. You got a drug addict driving your car. Mm. Well, that's how a lot of people live their lives. That's mm, such a brilliant analogy. Well, wow, I hope people got that. Control is manipulating you, and your life is actually depends on how crazy they are today. Well, that's, that's, that's lunacy. So talk about stress. I mean, you know, I remember when, when <laughs> my, my oldest daughter, you probably remember this with your kid. Remember when they got their driver's permit and the first oh, time yes. you sit on the other side of the car? Oh, scary. I did it four times. I've got four children. <laughs> I, I, well, I, there was not enough Xanax, you know, Clonopin, <laughs> red <anything>. wine, <laughs> red wine, scotch, everything. I mean, I've never been that anxious. And yeah. it's well, that's how a lot of people feel. And why did I feel that way? Because I got somebody in the driver's seat that doesn't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so brilliant. You've got a you got an irresponsible person in your life who's not taking responsibility for themselves and their anger and their rage and they're not paying the bills and not doing their work and, and emotional ups and downs. They're driving the car and it's affecting you. 
Well, that's how not having boundaries can cause a lot of stress. Mm, so what do you do? Quick tip and then we've got to wrap up this podcast. Unfortunately, I could, you and I could just go on forever, but we can't. We have to wrap it up. So what are some tips? Well, you get the steering wheel back okay. and you realize, okay, if I'm scared, I've got to take ownership of my scared. Okay, so that's the first thing. Take ownership of my scared. Because what we do is we want them to change so I don't feel scared. Ah, interesting. So Olivia kept telling me, I'd say, do this or do this, do this. She goes, Dad, you know, and she's protesting. And I said, Olivia, stop the car. She goes, Dad, I can drive. I go, Olivia, stop the car. Here is when you can drive. You can drive when I'm no longer scared. Oh, that's so good. So I'm scared right now. Now, if you don't listen to me, I'm going to take care of my scareds, okay? I'm going to take the keys to my car, and we're done for today. Now, if you listen to me, then we can do this, okay? So if somebody, if somebody's overspending, if somebody's hitting you up for more money, if, so, if they're, you know, taking heroin, you can't control that, but you can control your scares. Mm, that's so good. You can't control what someone else is doing, but you can control your own scares. I love right. it. I am scared right now being in this house with you while you're taking heroin. So if you stop, that'll take care of my scares. If you get sober, if you don't stop, I got to take care of my scares. So I'll be living somewhere else until you get treatment. See, so I can take care of my scares. Mm. Nobody could ever do it. Now, you, there's so a lot good. of options. You know, you can ask them to get off drugs and that would take care of your scares. But if they don't do that, we'll take care of our scares in a different way. And they can, they have to want to come off because it's their decision. So they have to want to get deal with that issue. You can't make a person deal with another issue to satisfy your thing. You have to actually let them make that decision and you take care of your, your own scares. You know, this, this reminds me of something I always say to people that you can't control the events and circumstances, but you can control your reactions. And that all my teaching goes around how do we control our reactions? You know, and so what you what you're saying there is taking care of your scares is controlling your reactions. Brilliant. Brilliant. Right. And once we do that, then a whole new world opens up. Yeah. And that is, see, I've been trying to control them. I've been trying to, to make them stop or appease them or people please or all this. That doesn't work. So I'm going to get back in charge of me. Now I'm in charge of me. Now, for the first time, I've got options. I can say to Olivia, okay, we got a bunch of different options here. I can take my keys away. Okay, I can offer you a course with another driver called a student driver teacher who gets paid for being scared. <laughs> he gets paid for being scared. I love it. You can go in time out for a month until you say you're going to do what I ask you to do when we get in the car. There's a lot of different options. You've got options. So taking control of your skates leads to options. It leads to options, and those options have influence on the person you can't control. I can't control them, but if I'm creative, oh, wow! Myself, now I've got options that can influence them. And that's when we become a redemptive agent instead of a control freak. Oh, my gosh. So you've got taking care of your scares leads to options, which then has influence. 
influence. That's your formula. I mean, that's incredible. If people just get that, when you take when you, when those, those three points, that's incredible. Just, so just summarize those three points and we're going to wrap up there. So you're going to, you're going to take care of your scares. It yeah, leads to options. It leads and, to options. Yeah, I'm going to control myself. I'm not going to try to control you. Once I get at self-control, a person that's under self-control has their prefrontal cortex working again. Now we've got options. Options that can make choices. Making those choices leads to influence. To all sorts of them. And that's the sort of redemptive influence that you're having. Brilliant. Henry, we have to end this conversation. You've got to go. I've got to go. Our conversations never end. They just roll into the next one. And so until the next time. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. We're going to put everything in the show notes about where people can get a hold of you, your radio show. You've, you said that they go to Facebook. Or you, do you want to quickly just tell people where they can get a hold of you? If you go to Facebook, Dr. Henry Cloud, or YouTube, Dr. Henry Cloud, I do a radio show every day, but you can listen around the clock. So tune in, leave your comments. And then if you want to become a subscriber for, for my coaching in all of this, go to boundaries.me. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you so much. That will be in the show notes. And thank you till we talk again. Thank you, Henry. Have a wonderful day. Bye. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors.